in my season of waiting, I experienced sadness and I experienced um, this feeling of, God, do you hear me? And God said, I'm with you. But while you're sad, will you worship me? While you're sad, will you still serve at your church? While you're sad, you still gonna come to this mic and do your podcast every week? While you having all these feelings, I need you to serve. Welcome back, party people, and happy Black History Month to you. You are tuned into another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. Every single week, we acknowledge a Black creative, entrepreneur, businessman, or woman for doing what they do absolutely best in just Black excellence as a whole. Today, we are going to highlight the amazing Dr. Michael K. Obang. We all know the story of Miss Tessica Brown, the lady that got kind of caught up in putting Gorilla Glue in her hair to slick the edges and flyaways. Dr. Obang is the person that created, the surgeon that created the solution to unmat Tessica's hair. Um, it took him two days to create the solution, to test it and to fly her out so the procedure can be done. Um, the procedure was two and a half hours. And by the end of it, Tezuka's hair was unmatted, untangled, and it was restored. So today we applaud and acknowledge Dr. Obang for his, for his courage to do a procedure that has never been done for his compassion extended to Tessica and just being bomb. Okay. So Dr. Obang, you the one. Today, we are going to just hop on into this conversation about something that we don't really like to do, and that's waiting. We don't. And today, we're going to talk about what do we do when we wait on Jesus? Yes. You know, we've heard the scripture, wait on the Lord and be of good courage, but we are going to get some practical tools and also just acknowledge and see how impatient as a people that we are. So, um, like I said a second ago, we hate waiting on things. And that's just the truth. And let me prove it to you. The car in front of you at the green light that doesn't go immediately when the green light change, it'll take about 30 seconds for you to get irritated. Okay, let's keep going. When um, you are in a meeting or you're in class and the meeting facilitator or your professor does not arrive in three to five minutes, you ready to log out. I don't know about you, but sometimes I am too. Or just maybe. When you are waiting on someone to get ready so y'all can go out and do something, after 26 minutes, you've got an altitude. Not an attitude, you got an altitude, okay? But my question to you is, are we any different when God wants us to wait on him? Do we have the same 30-second impatient span or three minutes or 30 minutes 
God is taking too long. Are we this way when it comes to God? He inspires you to start a business, but your following isn't where you want it to be in the first 30 days. So you throw the business away. God wants you to be still in your singleness, but you out of here slipping and dipping, you end up tripping, okay? Because you don't want to be still. God wants to show you how he can deliver you financially, but you go out and try to get the bag the way you want to get the bag. And and that was me. Just a quick little testimony of how I was impatient. I know, and God, God has been so good. God has provided for me financially. Oh my God. I can't even tell you like the financial provisions God has provided for me um, when it comes to school, when it comes to living expenses. God has showed up for me abundantly, but being greedy and being impatient, I'm like, yeah, I got money, but I want some more money, right? So I go out and I look into this business venture that I want to do. Meanwhile, let me remind you, I, I never consulted God about this business venture. And I go out and I and I take the class and I get to the testing center to get um to take the exam. And I kid you not, my testing exam, the number, the barcode number on the testing exam was 666. And I said, I know you lying. I'm about to fail this. And God told me in that testing center, Kendra, you never consulted me. You never asked me. You wanted to get more money, but I was providing for you already. And God just wasn't providing for me. God is not just providing because he's continuously doing it to meet the bare minimum, but he's giving me a more than I need. And he was just like, you, you being greedy and you being out of line and impatient with me. I'm providing for you, but you want more money, even though I'm supplying all your needs and some. No. So I know that that I'm, I'm talking about myself and I'm outing myself when it comes to that. But why do we find ourselves in these eager positions to where we just can't wait on God? I actually on Instagram and a lot of people said, you know, waiting is hard because of uncertainty. You are uncertain about what's going to happen. I get it. Um, other folks said, you know, I don't know how long I'm going to have to wait. It's if I can be honest, I can recall a time to where in my waiting process, I didn't feel like God heard me because he didn't respond how I wanted him to or when I wanted him to at the exact time that I wanted him to respond. But I want to remind somebody. God had had dropped something in my spirit when the waiting process got hard for me and it gets hard and it gets strenuous. And you like, God, did you hear me pray? Did you see me fast and you not respond to me? God put this song in my spirit and y'all know the song Waymaker. And um, the lyrics of that song just begin to minister to me. And the lyrics are, you know, even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't 
feel it. You're working. I want to remind someone today that God is working on your behalf even when you don't know it. I'll say it again. God is working on your behalf even when you don't know it. You may not see what he's doing in the background. You may not see what he's doing in the meantime. You may not feel that he's hearing you. You may not feel that he heard your prayer. You may not feel that he's just responding to your cry. But God is working even when we don't see it, hear it, feel it. Our feelings have nothing to do with how God moves. It has nothing to do with it. Now, let's go to the word of God because we need some scripture. Okay, we need some scripture. So we're going to go to Jeremiah, um, the first chapter. We're going to read um, verses six, seven, eight, and then we're going to skip down to 11 and 12. Um, and it reads, and this is the um, this is the New Living trans, uh, Translation. And it reads, oh, sovereign Lord. I said, I can't speak for you. I'm too young. The Lord replied, don't say that I'm too young for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. Verse eight. And don't be afraid of the people for I will be with you. And protect you. The Lord has spoken. And we're going to skip down to verse 11. And it says, Then the Lord said to me, look, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I replied, I see a branch from an almond tree. Verse 12 says, and the Lord said, that's right. That means that I'm watching and I will certainly carry out all my plans. Now, notice what happens in the scripture. When God told Jeremiah what was going to happen through him and what God was going to do through him. Jeremiah challenged God with doubt. Oh God, I can't do that. I'm too young. I'm too, I'm too this. I'm too that. I ain't qualified. So I don't know if you can do that. But then God says in verse 12, he says, that's right. That means that I'm watching And I will certainly carry out my plans. God is speaking a thing into the earth concerning you. And he's sitting back watching it as it unfolds like a G. Okay. Because he is the G-O-D. Okay. God is sitting back watching his word unfold concerning you. God is working it out concerning you right now, even though you don't see it, even though you don't feel it. God is working on the hearts of your loved one and changing that calloused heart into a soft and submission heart right now. God is healing relationships in your life right now. God is making a financial breakthrough. He just did it right now. He is drying up cancer for somebody and somebody's family member right now. Even though you don't see it, even though you're crying, even though you're questioning God, where are you? What are you doing? Do you hear me? Do you see me? What do we do while we are waiting on Jesus? What do we do while we're waiting on the Lord? 
There are three things that I want to remind you that we need to practice while we are in that waiting season. We need to seek. We need to serve and to be still. I'm going to say it again. We need to seek. We need to serve and we need to be still. Let's take it to the word of God. So when it comes to seeking, uh, Matthew 6 and 33, it says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. God is saying, seek him, seek the kingdom before anything else. Seek me first. Because if we only seek God for the things that he can give us, then we're not authentically seeking him. We just seeking his hand and the things that he can give us. But I, I need us to know that, that Jesus ain't Santa, nor is he a genie. Okay. You can't rub the lamp and try to get you, your, your wishes. He wants us to seek him first and everything else that you need to fall in line. He said, I got that, but I need you to come close to me. I need you to seek. I need you to go deeper. I need you to give up your will and your wants and the things that you want me to do, how you want me to do it. And I need you to seek me. I need you to pursue me. I need you to pray. I need you to get more into your word. I need you to get off of Instagram. I need you to get off of Twitter. If it ain't glorifying me, I need you to spend time with me. Seek the kingdom of God above all things and live righteously. Let's not forget that part. Live according to the way that I asked you to live, that I commanded you to live and everything else I'll take care of. We need to seek. Secondly, we need to serve. Holly, if you hear me, we need to serve people of God. We can't be out here, you know, waiting on the Lord complaining. Oh, Lord, I'm just waiting. You ain't answered me yet, but I'm just waiting. I'm just so sad and I'm just waiting. Let's take it to Jeremiah 29, chapter 5. No, Jeremiah chapter 29, excuse me, verses 5 through 7. And just to give a little context, this is um, the people of Israel. They are in exile, okay? They were disobedient. So they are in exile and God is saying, you are in a position right now that ain't the best, but while you here, I need you to serve. I need you to, I need you to be busy. I need you to, let's take it to the word. So Jeremiah 29, five through seven says, build homes and plan to stay. Plant gardens and eat the food they produce. Marry and have children. Then find spouses for them so they'll have many grandchildren. Multiply. Do not dwindle away. It says do not dwindle away. And work for peace and prosperity for the city where I sent you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it. For its welfare will determine your welfare. You are in a position that you don't like. It's uncomfortable. You don't want it. If you had a receipt, you would take it back to the stove. But God is saying, while you're here, 
I need you to work. While you're here, I need you to serve. And in my in my season of waiting, because it was something that I was seeking the Lord for, um, in my season of waiting, I experienced sadness and I experienced um, this feeling of, God, do you hear me? And God said, I'm with you. But while you're sad, will you worship me? While you're sad, will you still serve at your church? While you're sad, you still gonna come to this mic and do your podcast every week? While you having all these feelings, I need you to serve. Because if we don't serve while we're in the valley, then that's an excuse for us to give up and not trust God. So we, we're going to seek, we're going to serve. And the last thing is we're going to be still. Psalms 46, verse 10, it says, come on, this is a whole, a whole um, scripture drill today, huh? Psalms 46 and 10 says, be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. God just wants us to be still. <laughs> and in context to this particular scripture, it talks about how God is the God and the Lord of, of heaven's armies and how he fights for us and how strong he is and how mighty he is. That introduces. So by the time we get to verse 10, God is saying, I didn't showed you already who I am. I just showed you. Now I need you to be still while I fight for you. Because there are some things, y'all, we can't handle. For real. <laughs> there are some situations that you can't put your hand on it because it's too big for you. And God is saying, I just need you to be still. I just need you to pray. I just need you to fast. I just need you to seek me according to Matthew 6 and 33. I need you to, to, to be still and be before me. Because you go out there, you try to put your hand on it, it's going to become a mess. But I want you to be rooted and watch me fight for you. While we wait, we need to seek, we need to serve, and we need to be still. Now, I don't know who this word is for. But there is a situation that you feel that is a little too heavy for you to handle. And it's okay. But while you are in this situation, the season of waiting, God is working it out. Even when you're sad, when you're lonely, when you are upset, when you get impatient, God said, I'm, I'm working it out. You may think, oh my gosh, it's going to take, it's going to take years for this to come to pass. It may. It may not. But what are you going to do while you wait? Are you going to submit to your feelings? Are you going to, you know, you're going to fold? What you going to do? But I encourage you to seek the Lord while you wait. I encourage you to serve him. 
while you wait. And even if you like, God, this don't make no sense to me right now. This don't make no sense. I don't know what you're doing, but I choose to trust you anyway. That right there, that's powerful. That right there will call, oh boy, that kind of faith right there. You can't tell me you have that level of faith to where you like, God, I don't know what you're doing. This is absolutely crazy, but I'm still going to trust you. I'm still going to pray. I'm still going to fast. I'm still going to seek you. God's like, okay, I'm respond. God can't help but to respond to that. Facts. God cannot help to respond to you if you walk in faith. If you choose to trust him when your feelings is like this, this is a trip. God can't help but to respond if you fasting and praying and seeking him. He has to get up and come see about you. Now, how about that? He has to get up and come see about you. And whoever this is for, I pray that um, this word manifests in your spirit and that it encourages you, uh, that it challenges you to wait on the Lord. And be of good courage. So as we come to a close for this particular episode, friends and family, um, I want to go before the Lord in prayer. Um, just for those people that are struggling in the waiting process, because I'm a witness. It ain't easy. But you can do it. So with all hearts and minds clear, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we come before you humble. We come before you meek and lowly. Some of us come before you with situations that we can't even speak on because it's that deep. God, I pray that you put your hand on whatever it is that my brother or my sister is dealing with in this moment. God, I pray right now. That in the waiting process, that you give us patience. It's hard to wait when we are uncertain, when we want the answers right now. But there are some things that you don't respond to the way that we want you to respond to. But God, while in the waiting season, God, I pray for patience. Not only patience, but I pray for peace because sometimes waiting without patience and trying to trust you can feel like torment but God I pray the peace that surpasses all understanding over my brother and my sister that is listening to this right now God I pray and I I just want to thank you for working that situation out for coming through with this circumstance God, we praise you in advance we don't know how it's going to come out we just know that your hand is on it and if your hand is on it All will be well. And so we just bless you right now and give you praise, glory, and an honor that is due to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. That is the word on the street for this week. If you have any comments, any questions, any topics of discussion or prayer requests, y'all reach out to your good sis. Um, You can head on over to www.associated.com slash ask Kendra that is www dot 
unassociated.com slash ask Kendra. You can submit um, something written or via um, audio. And if you want to keep up with your girl, you can head on over to Instagram and follow me at underscore great with Kendra. All right, y'all. Until next week, be blessed. Oh,